Welcome to the very first edition of the Steamers Podcast. I am your host, Greed. Here are my boy, Scoob. What's going on, Greed? I'm fucking feeling great today, man. It's the fucking first episode. Finally get to post this shit. Tired of tired of fucking recording nonsense and then fucking listening to it. Let's get it rolling, man. Let's get it fucking rolling. Let me just introduce something. So this is the Steamers Podcast. We will be doing sports podcasts, basically talking about our irrelevant takes on shit that no one wants to hear. You get to hear me blast greed nonstop, three times a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. The way you said that just sounds fucked. <laughs> but what we're going to do is we're going to recap anything that's going on. This is going to be a seasonal podcast. This is season one, ep one, bitch. We're, we're in here. And we're here. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Be ready to tune in. I don't know. I, I literally have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we're going to figure it out as we go. Let's get it rolling. So let's get got? right into it. So we're going to start today with some football, because football's fucking back, baby. First weekend coming up, but first, we had the college football weekend. College football. College football. It's that it's that sport that if you don't bet on it, I, I could just not I know anything about it. couldn't give a fuck. It's it, half the games are literally like. Did you see what Penn State did? They dropped like seventy over seventy points on someone on on Idaho. It, does Idaho did when did Idaho get a football team? That's what I want to know. I, yeah, I didn't even know they were playing them. It, it, like half the season is just like who gives a shit? How did Clifford look? I didn't watch the game. I didn't even watch the game. I'm a <laughs> Penn State alum. We are baby, but I. Again, I'm not going to sit there and waste my time watching a 80-point blowout. Yeah. That's what a lot of the first games are. Instead, me and my fat ass, we just sat, drank on the couch, and wasted the day away instead of watching that college football game and wasting my day. I didn't have a productive day, but obviously neither did Idaho. <laughs> so, but there is some storylines within college football you got to talk about. Jalen Hurts yesterday... Or Saturday. Was this yesterday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. It says yesterday on here. Today's Monday, right? Yeah. So it was, sat- it was Saturday. Fucking Thursday. Saturday. <laughs> Jalen Hurts went off for 330 yards to the air, three touchdowns. It ran for 176 yards and three touchdowns. Last player to do that was Manziel. I don't even... This is... See, here's the problem. That was a That was a decently close game. 18 points. But when your QB is doing that, like, what is that saying about the defense? Like, the guy had three incompletions, and he had six touchdowns. Yeah, he was just a fucking madman. What am I... Like, what am, what am I looking at here? That's just unfucking real So, I think the big storyline here is, um, since he left Alabama, he's going to be compared a lot to Tua the whole season. It's just going to be a big comparison. Tua also went off... Uh, four touchdowns, 330 yards, five incompletions, like 20, 26 for 31. So it's just going to be the whole season um, comparing the two, like pretty much a Heisman race, I think. And I don't know, a lot of questions for Nick Saban, who he should have kept. No, I think I like Tua. I think Tua's, Tua's legit. See, that's the thing. When those type of games happen, though, that's when college football is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. It's because, yeah, if it, like a really good quarterback can just dominate college football and make it look like he shouldn't even be there. Like, it's just like the easiest shit ever. 
Yeah. That was just... It was it was a weird weekend for college football, but I can't wait for these bigger games to start happening so I can actually tune in and watch them. Yeah, that's pretty much all we got on college football. I mean, <laughs> we're just going to watch these two quarterbacks all year. College football recap. Jalen Hurts, Tua, go off. And that's about it. Keep gambling, though. Keep gambling. If you want to watch. Penn State's not going to win every game by 70. I wonder what Temple did this weekend. I didn't even watch. <laughs> I I have no idea. I literally couldn't tell you what Temple did. We'll talk about Temple next podcast. If you even see what they did in the next time. I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the NFL, which is going to be starting up in a few days. A lot of moves this weekend because it was cut weekend. A lot of players were released, cut, let go, hit the waiver wire, trades. One of the teams that made a lot of moves was Houston. Mm-hmm. It looked like a, It literally looked like NBA like trade deadline day. When yeah. all these moves start coming out, and Houston's just balling out, but they didn't give up their core team. I mean, Jadavion Clowney was a big piece, but if you think about what they added, you have Laramie Tunsil to help Deshaun Watson. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, that's a huge move. Kenny Still is a deep threat. The one position that they get thin at every year is because the only receiver that can stay healthy is DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, Cootie gets injured. Like, he got injured last year. And Fuller, Will Fuller's just always injured. Yeah. Fuller so. is that one receiver who's like he's going around seven and eight in fantasy drafts, and it's like he can be your wide receiver too, and literally carry you to wins. Yeah, if, if he's he healthy. stays healthy, yeah, yeah, he was definitely a steal this year. If if he stays healthy, obviously, but um, I wasn't taking him. I just didn't feel like dealing with that fucking shit. And then you see them; they shipped out Jadevian Clowney. They got two what linebackers and a third round pick. I think the asking price there was pretty low for Jadavian Clowney. I guess they just really didn't want to pay them that contract. Yeah, they just didn't want to have that cap that cap hit from him. I mean, looking at that trade, though, it kind of hurts knowing that the Eagles probably could have done something there, like, real easily. I just think that when you look at that idea that if the Eagles could have made that move, it you're not – we wouldn't have had to give up a lot, but it's what we would have to do in the future that would have held us down. Is that that – Paying him that $20 million a year is really going to limit the talent that we could bring in. I mean, yeah, yeah we got Wentz's contract out of the way, but then – and we have people locked up, but what's going to happen in the future when we need to – we might need to make a move and we have no cap room? I mean, the future doesn't matter if we win the Super Bowl the next, like, two years. Yeah, we yeah, have to... yeah, but <laughs> – fuck, dude. Like, I, I, that was my whole thing. Like, I don't even care if we traded for him for one year. I just want to maximize my chance to win in the Super Bowl this year. Like, I – I think they're. He's I think just they're pretty a, such a fucking though. superstar. Like, uh, I think we're in such a good spot that you can't even. I mean, we're still fucking. Yeah, we're still a great team, but I mean, the asking price was so low. We could have. We could have made that work for sure. But with what Houston did this past weekend, are you more convinced that they're going to lock up the AFC South? Yeah. So I know in a practice prog- podcast we did. Um, I mean, I still had the Texans, the Texans winning the division, but like I feel much strongly about that now because, I mean, their O line was just garbage, but now Tunzel's one of the top tackles in the league, and he's young, getting into his prime. Um, Keep Watson Watson's, healthy. Watson's going to be slinging it all year. We really, like they've really needed that I, tackle for sure. I think that with what happened this past weekend, Deshaun Watson's value moves up like an entire round in fantasy football drafts. Yeah. Like you should be taking him only a few picks past Mahomes because you got a new deep ball receiver. He can throw the deep ball. He can run. He got it added to his line, which is the main thing. And they got just, a, 
they're just not going to be running it that much. Like, yeah, and then and then to a fair point, you lose Clowney on the defensive side. You know, your pass rush ain't going to be that good, and you might give up some more points. It might be a lot more shootout type game. So, for sure, yeah. I like the idea that, you know, Deshaun Watson might be your he, – he's arguably right next to Mahomes, and he, yeah. he still is, but I think his value went up a little more. I think you, you got to take him closer to Mahomes now. It's definitely not a stretch to say that he could finish better than Mahomes. Yeah, I no, think, I don't think that's don't that think far so. of a, a reach either. All right. Houston had a good a good weekend, I think. I think what they, about I think, uh, Stills? Do you think he's going to be starting? I think he's going to be like that, what he was in New Orleans, where he was just like that <clears throat> random deep ball catch. Like yeah. he wasn't on the field every play, but when he came in, he got a deep ball. Yeah. I think that while Will Fuller's healthy and Cootie's healthy, he's going to be like the third or fourth string. But obviously, yeah. the last like three seasons, all these players have gone down. So he probably will get a lot of playing time this year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Houston, Houston had a pretty good day. Stock definitely went up on Houston. Yeah, I That's agree. pretty much their division now. But a team that probably hasn't had their stock go up and it's having a really, really rough offseason is probably the Los Angeles Chargers. And Melvin Gordon continues his holdout. They're saying that he's not going to report week one. He's not going to – there's no, you know, foreseeable time when he's actually going to be with the club because they're not going to pay him, but he can seek a trade. Yeah, he's looking around. He just started <clears throat> following a bunch of people on Instagram, kind of just trolling the Chargers. He he posted that story of the no pay, no play, like the yeah. Soccer. I saw the video when he was yeah. like, he said the same thing about Bell, and yeah. I don't blame like you can't blame him though. He's in his prime, and if he gets hurt right now, he's not going to get that same contract. Yeah, I mean, from the player's perspective, you can't blame him at all. But then, if you look at it at a team's perspective, it's just. The team has all the leverage. Like they don't have to do anything at all. But what if they start what if they start 0 2? I mean, I don't know if you I just don't know if you pay him. Like I would just start looking to trade him because with this current cap situation, it's just not in your team's best interest to be paying what Melvin Gordon wants at running back. Because although Melvin's a very good player, he's one of the high contact running backs. He's like 26, 27 now. He's going to be, like, what if you give him, like, a five-year contract by the end of that contract, like, when he's, like, 29-30, that's going to be a really bad contract for the Chargers. Yeah, he's he's 26 years old. Yeah. So, so you got to look year, at it from I think that he's, side, I think he's too. at a five-year window right now of what you're going to get prime Melvin Gordon. Yeah, but if it's a backloaded contract and they don't restructure at all, they're going to be paying him so much fucking money by the end of his contract, and he's going to be exiting his prime. So it's just, in my opinion, it's just like for running back, it's just not worth it. They they got Eckler, they got Justin Jackson. I'm sure they feel pretty good about Justin Jackson. Obviously not as good as Melvin, but I mean, I would ra- if I'm them, I'd rather just keep those two and pay them like nothing than because then if you get Melvin, then you start doing other trades or other moves with their team and just fucking up your roster. They already have one of the best rosters in the league. Their offensive line sucks ass, dude. Yeah, it does suck. So I don't think, I think to your point, I don't even think that their offensive line is going to help Eckler or Jackson. They they look like shit in yeah, the preseason. Yeah, but it's not going to help keep Melvin healthy either. So you're going to pay all this yeah, money Yeah, so for that's Melvin. why he's not going to report if he's not getting the contract. He he should, honestly, he's doing the right thing. I mean, fuck, he's basically saying fuck fantasy football and fuck all of you that draft me. But for his sake, he's doing the right thing. I don't blame him. I mean, I drafted him in, I think, a league or two, but... 
Yeah. I mean, he's thinking about his career and his future. Don't I don't blame him at all. I just don't get why, like, like they say that he can go for a trade if he wants. Like, he can seek a trade. Like, why not just figure that shit out as soon as as soon as possible? Like, you've you've had months to figure the shit out. Well, no, it's more the Chargers did. They're now they're saying he could look for a trade. But here's the thing, like to your point, is that the team that's trading for him, they're gonna have to give up an asset to get him, and then they're gonna have to basically link it to a contract. Because if you don't give him the contract, you're wasting your time. Yeah, I mean they're gonna whoever's gonna trade for him is gonna pay him, but. It's just uh, it's just a weird situation. And I honestly this is where fucking football is annoying. Well, yeah, I mean the simple solution here, well, I guess it's not simple, but what has to happen is at the players meetings at the end of the season, they need to change the rules. Like they need to figure out the cap better where running backs can get paid what they feel and not fuck up the team's cap. Because it's like that's the one position where it's like they want a lot of money and probably deserve the money, but the team just can't do it because they don't want to throw their fucking their, their roster down the drain, like not be able to pay anyone else. So it's definitely a complicated problem, but it's not my fucking problem. Melvin better fucking play though, because my running back situation Dude, is you, ass. You <laughs> fucked up your roster with running backs. Everyone just drafted running back. Like, everyone's reaching running backs way too. It's much. what wins fantasy football, bro. Everything else on my team's fucking loaded though. Nah, debatable. Really debatable. All right. <laughs> Are we going to talk about Zeke, too? I think Zeke's going to report. I what's think that, going on with that Well, right they're now? saying that this contract's not even relatively close. Like, my ass, dude. I thought they were, like, real close. No. Uh, what They apparently were. Then they're not. Then they're frustrated. Like, grow up. Just offer the man his money. You know your team's going to suck if you don't give it to him. And then, honestly... Just be done with it. Like, I feel like every offseason, Zeke's got some shit going on. Just get him in the fucking camp and get him to play. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why this is, like, the hardest thing ever. I understand why it is because Zeke is such a – like, he's a problem off the field, too. Like, he's been suspended twice, right? I think he was suspended once, but it was, like, they had to decide – I remember I drafted him that year. Yeah. It was, like, this between the sixth or the full the He's full always season. just doing shit off the field, like – it's it's annoying. Like I feel Jerry Jones on this shit because Jerry Jones had his back throughout like all this shit where he's just getting in a bunch of trouble off the field and no one's sticking up for him. It's only been Jerry Jones and now Zeke is like saying fuck you to Jerry Jones. Like give me my money. Like not gonna do any discount at all. Even though Jerry Jones has had his back the whole time. So it's like at I mean, some point you gotta grow up. You know, like it's if they're one mil off, like shit, dude. Like how much money do you really need? You know what's funny is that Zeke's picture in Yahoo, whenever you, like, click on him and you, like, bring up his picture, he looks like the fucking little bears from Star Wars. Yeah, or they, the Ewoks. Ewoks. Yeah, Ewoks. He yeah. literally looks like a fucking Ewok. He's an Ewok, yeah. I know. Ewok Elliot. He looks so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, I literally... I... Honestly, though, like, <clears throat> as an Eagles fan, I really want... Like, I'd be... I'm more scared if they trade Zeke. I'm not even kidding. Because... They will be able to figure out their roster so much better after that. And if they get, like, a huge haul for him, like, they'll be able to pay everyone else and then figure out running back either well, sometime this year or next year. Plus, like, I don't know, like, there's been good reports on Tony Pollard. I don't know how great he is, but I think they could figure it out for a year without Zeke and get a big haul. I'm not buying the whole 
Pallard or Pollard or Pilliard or whatever the hell you want to call him. All right, he's but, not Zeke. Zeke led the league in rushing. But think he's, about it. You as, can't just do that with a random running back. As the Eagles fan, wouldn't you rather yeah. the Cowboys pay Zeke like more than Todd and then pay Dak a fuck ton of money too? I want yeah. them to pay Dak, but when they have Zeke on the field, I don't even give a fuck who their quarterback is. They can they dominate us with the rushing game. Their line is very good. When you have a good runner behind that line, he leads the league in rushing, and he can put up 140 and two touchdowns against you. What are you going to say about their quarterback? You wouldn't even care about what the quarterback did at that point. No, yeah, I think you're wrong about that. You gotta have, you gotta have that Dak Prescott kind of game manager that's not just fucking throwing games away. No, and I obviously I'm not saying go put a fucking Fitzpatrick in there, but I'm saying Dak, Dak doesn't hurt you with long field throws. He hurts you. They got Amari Cooper, who basically can take a slant route and burn a whole secondary because he's a great player with the ball in his hand. Yeah. Same thing with Zeke. You give it to Zeke. You're way more scared that Zeke's going to break a tackle or take it to the house versus a Tony Pollard who probably can't shed as many tackles. I'm just saying, though, like, if they pay Zeke, like, yeah, that's a problem. But then, every, like, there's a lot of other holes that they end up having on their roster, like, specifically on defense, that are also very valuable. Like, they probably wouldn't be able to pay Byron Jones. They who knows about Leighton Van Der Esch, Who knows about, like, other offensive linemen and stuff. Like, their cap's going to end up getting really fucked. I mean, so. the good thing is that they locked up Jalen Smith, which it's not good for us, but it's good yeah. for, like, he's a great player. And then they, they locked up Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. The, obviously, they're trying to lock up their offense and they lock up that offense, it's still going to be, you know, that like the Cowboys, when they have all of their players on the field, will never go under 8-8. Eight and eight. So yeah. that means, that just puts pressure on us. Yeah. They also paid all their offensive line throughout the last couple of years. But they paid, they, they're getting... So much. So Zeke's probably pissed about that too. But all right. So the Cowboys are just fuck the Cowboys. That that's where that whole take that we just put together. That is all that added up to is fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, they can rot in hell. I hope they trade Zeke though and pay Dak like forty million dollars. I thought you said you don't want them to trade Zeke. All right. Fuck. Yeah. I mean that. No. So the 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 God him. The most likely, like the, I'd be most happy if they uh, traded Zeke and paid Zach like forty mil. But oh. I would also like them to pay Zeke too. Like, okay, uh, I got you. Makes sense. I got you. Yeah. All right, know. let's do let's do this. We we have a goal. There's gonna be some haymakers thrown in this fucking debate here. We're gonna go through the AFC. We're gonna pick the six playoff teams, along with all the division winners. Obviously, the Steelers aren't making this list, but let's start with you, Scoob. Let's go through each division. Where do you want to start? I'll just go top down. Start with the AFC East, um, which is obviously the easiest one. Um, Dolphins? Their team's so fucking bad now. I I can't believe how bad their team is. There, I, if I was a part of the Dolphins, I would fucking... There's, there's magic like in the air, and it fits magic. I would fucking boycott, dude. I think, I'm think i thinking about changing my prediction. Like, they might go, like, 1-15 or 2-14. and 14. Like, who are they going to beat? I'd have to look at their schedule, but they're not fucking beating anyone. Do you think you just lock it in week one that you just take the fucking Ravens and bet your house, the house on the Ravens? That is starting to look like a fucking lock. I wonder what that line is at now. Well, that, dude, they're going to... I think Fitzpatrick's going to throw, like, two picks. And sucks, because in FanDuel, fucking the Ravens needs, like, five grand. And I hate spending that much money on a fucking defense, but... Yeah. 
All right, so you got the Patriots winning that division. Dolphins yeah. are in last. Do you think the Bills or Jets? Where do where do you where do you see them finishing the end of the season, or do you see any of them in the playoffs? Um, the only other team in this division I could see making wild card is the Jets, but I don't think they're going to. Um, but I mean, I think they have a team that could potentially get there. Like say, if maybe the Chargers end up tailing off, or the Colts aren't as good this year. Um, but we all know that's 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 very likely. Yeah, but I mean, they, Jacoby Brissett's still good. Well, what do you think? So, so, so all right. So for this division, though, I got Patriots going like eleven and five. Are they gonna Jet. win the AFC? Mm, I don't think so. I think the Chiefs are. Okay, so the, yeah. are they your number two in the AFC? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the Jet. Well, the the Patriots. Um, schedule is actually really easy though. Like Their the beginning team, half. I mean, even though they lost Gronk, they're getting a lot of talent this fucking yeah. dude. I'm they're that offense is gonna be good. Too. Yeah. Um, and then I probably have the Jets going like eight and eight. I think I think I said last time. I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go over the hump. But I mean, actually, dude, Adam Gase is gotta be an alien because every time I see him in the fucking press conference, I just I laugh at him. Dude, his eyes are so fucking weird. But what just he, like bug-eyed so, looking crazy motherfucker. Like, what he does in the NFL every year is he goes out and he wins his first two or three games. And it's like, oh, because when they was had the Dolphins, they were yeah. like, oh, the Dolphins are going to be good this year. <laughs> then they lose four in a row. And then you're like, psych. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to be the tale with the Jets. I actually think, watch them start like three and one. And then you're gonna be like, all right, I told you, Jets are Jets are gonna be good. And they lose five in a row, and then they're gonna come back and finish. Eight. Yeah, they're probably gonna finish eight and eight. Yeah, honestly, I, th- I think they're gonna go eight and eight. Jet, Jets lock it in eight and eight. Yeah. Bills, I'm I'm gonna say they're a game behind the Jets, seven and nine. No, I'm I'm not as high on the Bills. I I'd say like six and ten. I think their defense is gonna be good, but I I still think they need to add offensively. All right, I'm gonna be writing down these predictions because what we're doing with this is we're gonna come back like every week and like check in all right so you on, got you got your numbers. are you am i doing my re- am i doing records too or am i just doing the in order all right so we're gonna do records but obviously this isn't gonna be like completely accurate because we're kind of just like giving out numbers like these numbers might not totally add up like <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah there's gonna be way more wins <laughs> than fucking losses but we're just gonna yeah. fucking like we're just gonna wing it all right so i have pats at 11 and 5 i have jets at 8 and 8 I have Bills at six and ten, and I have Dolphins at three and thirteen. All right, all right. I like. I, I'm gonna be close to that. I'm gonna go Pats. I'm gonna actually gonna move them up another game. Twelve and four. Okay. Give me, give me Jets. Are gonna be nine and seven. I'm surprised you like him. Like I, I think I that. really think that their offense is gonna be pretty decent. I, I think they too. need to get a receiver, and then they're they're good. I got Crowder. So then Bills. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the Bills to seven and nine. Okay. And Dolphins, dude. I can't. This prediction pretty much doesn't even matter. Like, you th- yeah, <laughs> it's the, they're gonna be the worst team in the NFL. Give me. I'm gonna stick to the three and thirteen. I kind of like that. I think that fits Magic's gonna get you one or two wins, and then he's honestly just gonna get yanked, and they're gonna put Rosen in to see how yeah, he does. I agree. All right. Let's go on to the North. We got the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, okay. and the Steelers. This is where it's going to get very steamy. <clears throat> You're not fucking right. Do you want me to go first here? Go ahead. All yeah. right. So I think I'm taking two teams here to make the playoffs. 
So your division winner at 11 and 5 is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. Love the Baltimore Ravens this year. That's the fucking craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Dude, they're, they're good at like every every position. You're like the biggest idiot, I know. All right, 11 11 and 5, chalk it. <laughs> Browns 10 and 6, wild card, number 1 wild card. All right, wait. I'm writing my, the numbers in the wrong spot. I was writing it for me. Okay, you got Ravens at 11-5. Browns 10-6, and six, number one wild card. Browns 10-6. and six. I'm going to go Steelers are going to go 8-8. Eight and eight. Oh, my God. That's so fucking wild. And the Bengals are going to go 6-10. and 10. All right. Let's fucking set this kid straight. Set me. Get the... F- <clears throat> I'm not even going to... Clearly, you have no idea what you're talking about. I know everything. All right. I got the Steelers finishing first. And I've got hell reasons for this. They're not. They are not going to. Uh, finishing where? Where are they finishing first? They're going to go 10 and 6. They're going to be the most. Av- the best average team in the league. They have a Hall of Fame quarterback who's rejuvenated. He's hype as shit for this year. Did he fall off a motorcycle this year? No, he didn't, actually. He's very healthy. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Okay. So he, we we have the best quarterback in the division on the Steelers. Debatable. Then James Conner, second year. We did lose A.B. And he but, lost Bell. But, all right, well, James Conner played about no, James as Conner well pl- he's as a good Bell played. Villain. Yeah. So let's just, like, forget about that. And also, James Conner is a great fucking locker room dude. Like, he... He had the, we all know he had the cancer, got over it. Like, he literally thought he was going to die at one point. So, he's pretty much the best locker room player you could have. So, like, that fucking matters. Like, you need people like that on your team. Like, not fucking divas like OBJ on the Browns. No AB, no Bell. Get those people out of here. We need to be more fucking buttoned up as a locker room and together. Button up that locker room. Wide receivers, I mean... Watch out for James Washington this year. That's kind of a hot take, but there's a lot of hype around him. My hands just got cold from that. Um, defense, Devin Bush. He's going to be a fucking beast. They got one of the best D-lines in the league. Secondary is a little iffy, but they're going to work around it. And they got Tomlin. So they're going to go 10-6. and six. I do like Tomlin. Yeah. I do like Tomlin. They got the best. Uh, he's the best coach in the division. They got the best quarterback in the division. Harbaugh Ar- is second. but Harbaugh's uh, like Tomlin- second, yeah. yeah. Tomlin's definitely a better coach than him, though, in my opinion. Okay. So that, that fucking matters. Having the best coach, best and most experienced coach, I think, right? Tomlin's been coaching longer than Harbaugh. Yeah, he NFL. took over for Cower. And- yeah. So best and most experienced quarterback and coach. That matters a lot. I'll take the Steelers. And then second, we got the Browns. I have them going nine and seven. I think they're gonna start. They're gonna get gut punched real fast, and it's gonna be good for them. Like they're gonna that. lose to either the Jets or the Titans the first two games. I don't think that at all. I think so. your take. You just said that the Jets are gonna win like the first three games. Yeah, they played. They I, play yeah, the but Browns I said they will the probably go week. like three and one. All right, well, There's they're going to fucking... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I could agree that the Browns start one. I don't think they're going to go 0-2. That would be weird. Yeah, no. The fu- Their team is way too good no, to go No, the Browns 0-2. aren't going to go 0-2. I, like, I think they're going to 
lose one of the first two games. Like, but my take is that they think that they have it in the bag. Like, they're just like cocky. Like, they're young. They're one of the youngest teams in the league. They're just gonna go into the season thinking they got this, and they're gonna get fucking gut punched real fast by like the Titans or the Jets. All right, so let's do your whole Steelers thing, where you you were like, "Ooh, best coach, best." All right, best defensive line in your in that division is hands down the Browns. It's close with the Steelers. Second best secondary is the Browns behind the Ravens. Yeah. Best offensive talent is the Browns. Okay. I, so what I'm getting at is that you picked out things about the Steelers. Like, well, they have all this shit. They're young. The Browns have they, this they shit too. Been here, dude. Like, what are you talking about? They they start off like zero and three. They had all this shit happen last year. They had fucking Josh Gordon on their roster last year, and they still almost made the fucking playoffs. Baker didn't even start the first three games. They fired Hugh Jackson, the fucking kryptonite of the NFL. And you like Kitchens better. Bring on the fucking kitchen. Bring in even, the pots and pans. Get me he in the hasn't kitchen. He's been a coordinator, and he just gets to be a fucking head coach. Dude, the, the Greg Williams and Todd Haley were literally fighting each other at practice during hard knocks. Like the the Browns had so much off the field shit last year, and they almost made the playoffs. And then they added a lot more talent this year. Like there's they're hands down better than the Steelers. I just I don't disagree with that. I just know that they aren't experienced and they haven't lived this moment yet. And they also, but they also didn't lose their best player, dude. Also, like they just have such a fucking losing culture. Like, what happens if they lose like two of their first three or four games? Like the fan, the fans are gonna get really fucking pissed because you know they're passionate and it's gonna start getting bad in that locker room because they're really young and inexperienced. Like I'm telling you, it could get, it could get really ugly in there. All right. I mean, that's, if that's what you think. But like, I I do admit too, like if they start off hot and they stay hot, like they could be really good. But I I just don't see that as very likely as happening. All right, let's move on to finish out this division. So you have the Ravens. I'm assuming next. <clears throat> yeah, I have the Ravens either going nine seven or eight and eight. I don't really know. Are you taking two? two I teams think the here Browns the are going. Um no because. I have the Brown. I have the Browns making it, and I have the Chargers making it as the wild cards. So, so you do have two teams because you have the Steelers and the Browns. So you're taking two teams. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I right. thought you meant two wild yeah. cards. All right. So we both yeah, agree yeah, that two yeah. teams from this division is going to be in the playoffs. So I got Ravens at eight and eight, and then Bengals like five and eleven. All right, let's move to the AFC South. I think this one's going to be easy. Yeah, you can kind of. I'll go first here. So Texans. Are definitely going to be the top team. They went eleven and five last year, right? And I think they got better this year. But some of that was due to like, I think they had a easier, a easier side of things schedule last year. Like they they won like nine games in a row after starting zero and three. Because I mean there was like a couple tough games in there, but the schedule was pretty light. So I think the schedule is a little bit harder this year, but they're going to be better. So I think they're still going to go eleven and, and five. If that makes sense. I like it. I'm right around D. there, too. Okay, okay. Um, this is where we're going to start to disagree, I think, because I still got the Colts going 8-8. Eight eight. Here comes a f- fucking dark horse, man. I can't wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish it. Okay. And then I got the Jaguars going 7-9. and nine. And I got the Titans going 7-9. and nine. All right. 
So I'm going to agree that Houston, Texas is going to win this division. I think they're going to actually going to go. I'm going to give them 11 and 5 as well. I think that they're going to be the number three team in the yeah. AFC. <clears throat> number two, the dark horse of this conference. They're coming back this year. They got the boy. Nikki Foles and the Jacksonville Jaguars will be your second wild card team at nine and seven. They're gonna be six seed, you're saying? Yeah. So they will they will make the they will be the last playoff team. I lo- I dude, I think that this they are the most underrated team in the NFL right now. You upgrade from Blake Bortles, who They definitely upgraded, but And then you think about all right, healthy Leonard Fournette. When they had healthy Leonard Fournette with Blake goddamn Bortles. And that defense. They went to the AFC Championship. Almost went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who's there? Like, who were their wide receivers? They got Dee Dee, Keelan Cole, and Mark Easley. Is Keelan Cole healthy now? I believe so, but... I So, I'm... I like Jacksonville this year. I think they're going to get into the playoffs, and they're a team that you don't want to play in the playoffs because they have some... They're a very really balanced team. What's their... But they took some... L's on defense, right? They lost, they lost uh, Telvin Smith. They lost Telvin Smith and they lost Malik Jackson. Okay. They added Josh Allen. Yeah. Their secondary is going to have, obviously you have Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye, which is probably the, arguably the best corner-corner duo. Yeah. You still got Unique Ngakwe. That's the boy right there. Yeah. There's still some, there's still some, a lot of talent on this defense so that it's still going to be good. Unique. All right, so number three, this is, this is hard. I'm gonna go to the Titans at seven to nine. I like that as well. I dude, what is the Titans' identity? Does anyone actually know? They're just a like, they don't. There's nothing to them, but they're solid. Like <laughs> that's just what I think about them. Like they they have some good players. They play tough every every week. No, they're just solid. There's there's nothing yeah. actually. You can't describe the Tennessee Titans. You like, literally just go. No, they're solid. There's no fucking one word for them. Like. They're just they're just fucking solid, like whatever. Like they're like the epitome of mediocrity. They I don't know who their QB is, but they're solid. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, Mariota better be starting because that'd be fucking wild. If that Tannehill would be started. crazy if Tannehill just said, "Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your job, boy." <laughs> I used to think Mariota was gonna be like the next, so fucking good, like yeah. the next Rodgers. All right, all right. So there? wait, where'd you have? What did you have the Jags record at? Nine and seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, All right, so seven and nine Titans. Colts take the Colts, man. Huge loss. My whole thing about the Colts is that I like Frank Reich. I love the additions they make, but that offense, God, that offense, dude. Jacoby Brissett is not a sixteen-game guy. I can't buy into it yet. He hasn't shown me enough. I like him as a great backup quarterback. If he needs to fill in a couple games for your starter, obviously he's great. I think he's going to prove you like dead wrong on that, dude. I think Jacoby Brissett's really good. I think he's like no. I'm not hating on Jacoby Brissett. I'm just saying that he, I haven't seen that factor that he's at Andrew Luck caliber. I don't think they're in the same class. Oh, not that you didn't even like the Colts when they had Andrew Luck, and now you're going to say that you like them when they have Jacoby Brissett. I didn't like him last year because I thought Luck was still hurt. I didn't think he was. I I thought he was. Like, I didn't think he was going to complete that full Dude, season luck, last year. Luck, when healthy, it was in the top five, no doubt. He was, yeah, like, I agree like mental accuracy, like, game playability. Like, he was, he just fit every criteria. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett does not fit, right now, any of that criteria. He might have a good arm, and he's not, he's pretty mobile, but he doesn't, 
I don't like. I heard he's like a great guy, but I don't think he has that same IQ that Luck has that makes your team like a lot better. Like it's so just what. What are you giving the record then? Because how many games does that cost him? That Luck lost. I'm gonna say they're six and that, ten. That he retired. I mean, so that means that you think that that Luck retiring cost him like four or five games. Yeah. <clears throat> Luck was like the best comeback quarterback in the league. Dude. Uh... Do you not remember that game against the Chiefs in the playoffs when he was down like 38-10 and he came back and beat them? Yeah, no, I, I know. He's, but he he's, also threw them into that hole because he well, threw like four picks that game. Still, he's a comeback quarterback. He, he he brings your team back into the game. I don't think Jacoby has that. Yeah. At least I haven't seen it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put the Colts we'll see what in contention. I, I would have had the Colts going eleven and five had Luck stayed. I have them going eight and eight now. So. They've made great additions around that team. It sucks that like Luck had to retire, but it that Their team roster, I would have loved yeah. that team this year. They're building that roster so well, for sure. All right. Last one we got AFC West. Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders. All right, so I think we're there's no debate here. We're gonna go the Chiefs. Yeah, I got thirteen and three. Yeah, I got them. Wait, how do you spell Chiefs? Oh, there we go. I before E, bitch. I got I got them going twelve and four. Um, what did they go last year? Twelve and four or thirteen? I don't know. I don't really. I don't remember, but. Didn't they end up getting the second seed though? Didn't the Patriots get the first seed last year? Or am I, last like, year they went twelve and four, and the Chargers sure. also went twelve and four. What did the Patriots go? God, dude, what the fuck am I? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hey, they Greed, were. what was the New England Patriots record last year? I don't fucking know, Jacob. God damn it! All right, well the Chargers are next for me, but this. This could swing heavily. It's kind of like a dart throw, this this prediction right now. Because they lost Derwin James. They got Hunter Henry coming back, but we don't know what he's going to be looking like. And then they lost. And then Melvin. So, number one, I am. I think the Chargers take a huge step back without Melvin Gordon and Derwin James, two yeah. of their best players. Without Derwin, that's going to be rough. He's supposed to be out like the first half of the season. Yeah, right? and I think that they're really going to take a hit. And I think actually, I think this whole Melvin situation gets resolved and he's back in the Chargers facility because I think they're going to suck the first couple weeks. I think you're going to see that yeah. Rivers is not going to have that same time to throw. He's not going to have that same running back presence. And their secondary is going to take a huge hit. They have one of the best pass rushes in the league, no doubt. Yeah. But you can't cost up games in a close AFC like this. I actually think that this is why I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars and making it at nine and seven. I don't I really don't think that the Chargers are gonna realize how much value they're losing without Melvin Gordon. That line is not good. Yeah, that line sucks. I really hope though that Melvin better fucking come back. So right That's, now, what did, what did you say the Chargers record is? I think they're gonna go nine and seven. I'm yeah, I'm gonna go eight and eight. I think Melvin comes back too late. Yeah, um, I think they're good. I think that if they figure it out by playoff time, they could make a run for a Super Bowl like towards the end of the season, like as long as they make the playoffs. No, they have the team to make the run. There's but no doubt. They're going to struggle in the regular season for sure. Yeah, so I think I think it's going to be too little too late for the Chargers this year. Yeah, and then we got the fucking Broncos and Raiders. This is tough, Anything? man. I really think this is like the biggest toss-up at the end. Like, 
they had, this might be the low, like the bottom end of all the divisions, but they might, this might be the best three and four seeds of each division. Like when Maybe, you look at yeah. the Raiders and Broncos, like in the AFC, you're saying, Just, yeah. So yeah. like their talent is good enough to like they could shock you and get you nine ten wins because like you know that their teams, like Denver's D when they play when Denver's D plays like Denver's D in that stadium, yeah, it's well it's every, yeah, out. everyone struggles in in Denver and then even Brady struggles. There. I mean, and they've lacked QB play and yeah. I mean elite Joe Flacco stepping in. Gunslinger. Oh my god. They had Noah Fant. Your boy Royce. I do like Noah Fant. Then they got Royce. And they got Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. And they got Emmanuel. And Corlin Sutton. That's and not Sutton. a bad offense. And Deshaun Hamilton. Yeah. Penn State, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that I like that team. If that could be really ga- like Flacco's a game manager, so I'm I struggle with what I think they're gonna go. Like I, I could see them I wanna say seven and nine. That's what the I want to say. Denver? Yeah. I kind of like that, too. Um, but at the same time, like, if Flacco just shits the bed, I could see them, go like, literally going 4-12. and 12. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I, and here's the thing. It's, like, you can't really predict them because, like, I could just – I'm going to I'm gonna say they're going to go 5-11. and 11. Yeah. And I think that what's going to happen is Flacco, Flacco's not going to be – they're going to need him to put up numbers, and it's just – He's never been a guy that's going to go out and say, we need three touchdowns from you this game, like or else we're going to lose. He's always had a defense that carried him. Great kicker to help him out. They, I mean, the Broncos have McManus. I like McManus. Yeah. But here's the, it's it's not, I don't know. I, I just, I don't like their chances in this division. It's a really hard division. Yeah, this is the hardest division. I actually think that sure. the Raiders are going to go 7-9 and nine and the Broncos are going to go 5-11. and 11. You got the Raiders going 7-9. and nine. Mm-hmm. I like I like the addition of AB. I think they added some good defensive players. Their defense is still going to be, you know, my fantasy like pick them to start players against. But at least until I see otherwise. But for now, I I like the dude. I have no idea what to make of the fucking Steelers or uh, Raiders because like, their offense just, it looks better. I just don't know what the fuck they are, dude. Neither do I. I I really don't. Gruden, knock on wood if you're with me. I'm not knocking on the wood yet. Dude, I think he is just way over his head right now. Like, he he was out of the league for so long, and he just comes back, like, slinging dick, thinking he knows what he's doing, but... Gruden's hanging dick. He doesn't know, dude. On he, the camera right he now. He needs a fucking reality check, I feel like. I mean, we'll see what happens. I have him going fucking 5-11. and 11. All right, so what, what we, we flipped the Broncos and the Raiders? Uh, I had the Broncos going 6-10. and 10. Okay, so you got him a game ahead of the Raiders. Yeah, so... I guess what we could do is uh, we could just go through these standings because obviously they're not going to equal out, and maybe we can like post the updated version of this if we want to get it like equaled out, mm-hmm. so we can like track it out later, or like maybe just next episode we'll let you know what it equals out to. At Steamers Pod. At Steamers Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but I kind of like that we have like the groundwork for this. We'll check back, see who's an idiot, see see who isn't. Um, I guess NFC next episode. Yeah, next episode we're gonna be talking about the NFC. Same same ordeal. Coming out the day of the first game. Yeah, so this is gonna be our wrap up of episode one of Seamers Podcast. Coming up on Thursday, we we're gonna talk about the NFC and our predictions. Label out who's making the playoffs. Who's gonna be sitting on the 
sidelines this year. We'll have some takes on some locks. Uh, pick a couple games that uh, against the spread. Um, probably pick like three games that I feel really safe about, and uh, I'll keep track of that all year as well. Um, you'll probably do some yeah, Fanduel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some. I got some Fanduel takes. I actually got to look at more shit. Do some re- research this week. Yeah, I still have to do some research on that too. But I have a couple that I feel pretty good about for sure. All right. Well, this was episode one of Steamers Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Steamers Pod. Tell your friends and family. Tell your fucking cousin. All right. Someone. Tell someone. Let your mom know, dude. Let your mom know that you cannot take out the trash until you listen to Steamers Pod. We'll see you on Thursday.